Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, and as always, super excited to be with you here. Um, looks like we'll be launching this episode again on a Wednesday, maybe late on Tuesday. I had all intentions of doing this. This is Tuesday as I record this, but I had all intentions of doing this yesterday, which would have been Monday, um, except I got word in the middle of the afternoon that... Um, grades were due for the class I was teaching. And uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do them. So I had some reminiscent times of staying up late and working on a paper because I did that a lot in college. I very much am someone who likes to work on a deadline. So deadlines work for me. Uh, but yeah, it was up till about 1am. I finally sent the email at 1240 something uh, last night that said grades were submitted. Everything was in and whew, I felt terrible. Um, felt just so awful that I didn't get them in on time. So anyway, that's why there was no podcast on a regular day for a Tuesday, but that's okay because I'm still here with you today and I'm going back um, a few days, but I'm going to be talking today about Mother's Day. And I really took some time over the weekend to really sit and just think about Mother's Day and just, I was feeling a lot of emotion this weekend and it could be, so we went up to, my parents have a place in the mountains, so we went, we were there and when we're there, I don't know if I've talked about it before, but this is totally insignificant, but they don't have, they just have regular cable. So there's no rewinding through commercials, there's no Netflix, there's no streaming, it's true cable, turning on the guide, scrolling through the guide, finding what you want, waiting, you know, my kids, my kids started to learn that when a show is on and if we miss it, we can't watch it again, uh, which is kind of funny. We have to be, we have to be, we have to watch this at 8am, at 8am, 8 8 this new show is on. I'm like, whatever. I don't know. And so anyway, it's funny. But because of that, and because of being forced to watch commercials, and I like to watch really cheesy television. I don't like television that's going to make me feel bad or make me feel anxious. It just, it doesn't make me feel good. So I, and I don't get Hallmark anymore because the streaming service that we have doesn't carry the Hallmark channel. So every time I'm up the mountains, I take advantage of watching Hallmark. And my mom actually texted me uh, on Friday night. It was funny. She said, the boys are in bed. Now you can just sit up and watch Hallmark movies. I'm like, already am. Beach do it. So yes, so I enjoyed some Hallmark movies, but that also meant commercials, which also meant because it's quarantine that every commercial that was on was sad and depressing and talking about these, these uncertain times that we're in with really, really sappy, emotional piano music. And listen, I get it. You're tapping into my emotions, but it is the day I'm recording this, May 12th. It is May 
12th. We have been in quarantine since March 13th. We found out on March 13th that schools were not coming back. We thought it was just for two weeks, but that was the last day that schools were open, that my kids were in school, and that I was working a Monday through Friday schedule. Last time. It's, so it's been almost, it's been two months and I'm tired. And so hearing all that, uh, feeling all that emotion, it was just, it was just very heavy. It was just very, very heavy. And I was feeling such, such crazy, um, sadness and it wasn't depression. Like I wasn't like, I'm sad for our country. And I mean, I am, I'm sad for our world, not our country, our world, because the world is going through this, but it just, it was just a lot of emotion and I haven't really felt fully sad about this quarantine yet. Like I've been extremely hopeful. I'm a naturally optimistic person and I will not apologize apologize for being optimistic. I, I love that about myself. Sometimes it can be a fault that I'm overly optimistic and I maybe miss the negatives of things, but you know what? If it makes me happy, I'm going to keep doing it. So I am overly optimistic. Um, things have been going well for our family. My husband and I are both still working. Um, I'm still able to run my business. Um, the kids are getting schoolwork done. We're doing the best we can. They're young you know, they're seven and five. So we're not, you know, we're not really feeling a huge hardship. I know hashtag first world problems. I get it. But it was really the first time that I started to, to I want to say the word mourn, but that feels too heavy. But I did, I started to mourn for the world that we have and what we're living through right now. And just really saying is, is this life? And when I thought about what I wanted for Mother's Day, and it's funny, people, you know, my husband asked this question and people will say it like, what do you want for Mother's Day? I want a, I don't know, a massage, like the typical things. I just want this. I just want that. I'm not somebody who really, I'm not, if someone were to look at my like my love language, gift giving is not my love language. Um, I'm absolutely horrible at giving gifts. I forget birthdays all of the time. Sending cards, forget about it. Like I just, it is not my thing. It is not my love language. I try to focus on people whose love language it is, but that is, it is very difficult for me. So really when people say, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I want experiences. That's my love language. I'm also an Enneagram number seven. I love doing things. So, uh, I mean, we've done things where we've gone to baseball games or we've gone to, you know, I just want to have a day at Dorney Park with the family. If it's open, that's an amusement park near our home if you're not in Pennsylvania. So just really sitting there thinking, what is it that I truly want? And this is, this is what I wrote down because it is a very difficult question to answer. Uh, but I wrote this down on Sunday of Mother's Day. I think it was Sunday of Mother's Day. Yeah, because it's 12. This was written on the 10th in my journal. I wrote, I'm just going to read it to you. I want a summer where my kids can see their friends, go to the pool, and go to Dorney Park, which I said is a local amusement park near us. Be able To be able to go to the store without a mask. To hug my family and friends, a girl's night in person, to touch a friend's arm while we laugh. I'm very touchy. I'm very much like Elaine. I push people, but I miss that you're laughing with someone. You just kind of grab their arm and maybe tap their arm a little bit. I want to cheers our glasses physically together and hear that clink of those glasses. I want to wipe away the fear surrounding our world. I want to keep the energy of love even after all this is over. There's so much love happening right now. I want to keep it going. I want to go hiking and comfortably walk by people without fear. To have the neighborhood 
to have our neighborhood back, to keep our neighbor. I wrote to have the neighborhood. I didn't finish the sentence. But if I recall, what I was thinking was our neighborhood people have been out and walking around so much lately. It's been so wonderful to see and to have people around and to connect with people that are in your neighborhood that you don't see all the time because we stay so much to ourselves and we've seen kids on bikes and families walking and waving high. And I want to keep that energy within our neighborhood. And I want to stop seeing these sad social distancing commercials. I want to stop seeing them. They're sad and they're depressing. And the last paragraph I wrote was, I know our normal will never be the same, but I believe it's time to start being together again. Life must go on. We can't continue living in this fear. And then I started some notes and the kids probably were up at this point. I didn't have much time to myself, but just writing how and just really contemplating how this is affecting our children, how it is affecting our, our mental health as a society, as an individual, as a human being. What does this mean for our future? And really, I just got so introspective and so emotional over all of these thoughts, all of these things, all of these worries. And realizing after watching all of these sad commercials, how much our world is truly living in fear and setting fear into our children. And that, that is not what I want for Mother's Day. That is not what I want for my children. We went for a bike ride on Sunday. And this was actually after I wrote this out, which is interesting. But uh, like I said, I've been watching commercials on TV, which means when my kids are watching TV, they're watching commercials. And I almost, it makes me glad that they don't watch commercials often after what happened on Sunday was uh, we went on the trail which is a very flat trail, very wide trail. There was a lot of people out on Sunday. It was a beautiful day um, where we live. And the kids rode their bikes and my husband and I ran and walked next to them. It was, uh, it was actually perfect. It was pretty incredible. But what I want to share with you is that my seven-year-old, anytime we'd have to walk by people, he would get as far on the opposite side as possible. And he would say, I need to stay six feet away. I don't want to get Corona. And I'm thinking, we don't, we don't talk like we talk about Corona and that's maybe why we can't see our families. That's why they can't see their grandparents. That's why they can't come to the store with me. It's, it's why they're not in school, but we don't talk about, you know, we don't really talk about that. So the quote unquote social distancing where you have to keep six feet away from each other. Uh, we haven't taken our kids out where they need to wear a mask. I, I kind of refuse. I refuse to do that. I refuse to, um, I understand when people have to, um, if you're a single parent and maybe you have to go to the store and you have to bring your kid, but we have the option that I don't have to bring my children out with me and I choose to not bring them out with me so that they don't have to have that experience of wearing a mask. That That is very personal for me. And we, we really, I don't want to say we avoid bringing that around them, but we do. We avoid. We, we tell them what they need to know, but I don't, this fear and this fear that I'm talking about, I want this fear to, I want this fear to be wiped away. And when I saw that fear after writing this, and then I saw that fear in my son, and I had to explain to him, so I said, you're not going to get Corona unless somebody coughs or sneezes on you. We are out in the open. You can bike a little bit closer because he was actually getting pretty close to the edge. We were getting like a little nervous and he's not like completely comfortable on the bike yet, but like you need to get over because you're making me nervous. I don't want you like falling down the, the cliff over here. And it was just, I didn't like seeing him filled with so much fear and really having to explain to him, we're okay. We are doing everything we need to do to stay safe. And even if you did get Corona, we would take care of you and you would go, you know, 
you would go to the hospital if we needed to, we'd call the doctors and you would be fine. A lot of people are getting better from this. Not, you know, there are a lot of people that have died. Yes, but people are getting better. Not everybody is dying. And it was just, I didn't, I, I was afraid for that fear. I, I had fear because of his fear. And it was just so upsetting to see. And it was that kind of that emotion that I was feeling all weekend long. And just kind of having him have that conversation was really what hit home for me. And what I did end up actually doing was I ended up asking him, because I thought, I, I don't know where he's hearing this from. It's not coming from us because we're not talking about it. And I said, where did you hear that, that you need to be six feet away from people? And he goes, oh, from the commercials on Nickelodeon. And I thought, yeah, and, and I'm not blaming them. I think it's amazing that they're sharing the information and putting it out there. But maybe it was, you know, I should have been a little bit more cautious of what he was watching and what they were saying to him on TV. And, you know, when I think navigating this as a parent, as a mother, as a mother who works, um, a mother who has a business, like this is... And, and I hate to say it, but these are unprecedented times. These are unprecedented times and we are doing the best we can. And I want to continue to bring that light. And I really feel our world is, is getting to that next step of it's time. It's time to reopen. I am personally hitting a breaking point and saying I'm done. I can't live like this anymore. I've, I've done it. I've done it. And I will continue to, you know, I'm not saying we need to open everything back up, but I think we need to start living again. I think we've been surrounded by fear. Fear has been embedded in us and it is our fear that is keeping us from stepping back out there and taking that risk and taking that chance. And life is about taking risks. And, you know, maybe for some, it's not the best risk. If you are, you know, have a compromised immune system, you should not, you should continue social distancing. If you know someone who has a compromised immune system, if you have elderly parents or grandparents, you should continue social distancing with them. And, but I think it's time we, we need to take that, that small little step back outside. We need to live in the light and see that there's fear, but fear shouldn't keep us locked inside, that we need to keep moving forward. We need to move forward in this world. And, and we just have to do it one little baby step at a time. And I was actually following some posts on social media the other day. Um, not people I know personally and definitely not people that are around here because we are in still in stay at home orders here in Pennsylvania. But what I did see was people returning to work and things kind of slowly starting to open um, our summer, summer care, day camp, daycare, whatever you want to call it. Um, started, you know, is asking the question of if we are able to reopen on June 4th, as our state is trying to say, will you be able to join us? What will that look like for you? And of course, nobody really knows the answers, but seeing, I'm seeing those signs. It's, it's almost like a budding flower and you can see it pop up through the ground and you're like, oh, spring, spring is here. And that's, that's what I'm getting little itty bitty glimpses of. It's like, there's a big shade over the window and there's just a teeny tiny light coming through. And it's that teeny tiny light of maybe businesses in other parts of the country that are starting to open up and people are starting to return to work and the daycare is starting to ask of, you know, when we reopen, what will be your likelihood of needing care? You know, asking those questions, it, it, you know, really shows me that, that things are, there's hope. And I think we need to live in the world of hope instead of the world of fear. And living in that light and that love and saying, 
you know, we're not all going to bum rush and go out and go to the amusement park and go to all the parks and go to the movies and, and go to Disney World, you know, things are going to take a slow process to open. But I feel, I feel the energy that it's happening and this is the time and it's going to be a process. And if all I were to ask for for Mother's Day, it is those things. And maybe I won't get those things this summer. Maybe I won't get them right away, but that is my wish. And I even thought about it more as, you know, I see on my memories on my social media that come up of the kids in their t-ball uniforms and end of school year celebrations and realizing that none of those things are going to happen this year. You know, the Mother's Day breakfast at school with the kids like that, that didn't happen this year. And the kids aren't going to be playing t-ball this year and graduations are starting to happen and they're not going to happen. And I work at a high school where we're planning a virtual ceremony for our graduating seniors that are receiving awards. And it's, it's weird and it's different, but I don't want to continue living in that fear or I don't want the world to continue living in that fear. I want us to, even if it does have to be a virtual ceremony, let's do it. Let's give the world something to be hopeful about. And if you are not watching John Krasinski's Some Good News, I highly recommend you go and watch the videos that then the the newscast that he is put putting together with positive news and positive stories that are happening all around us. And yes, they're talking about social distancing and, and people getting married virtually and um, doing virtual proms and virtual graduations. And so yes, it is weird and it is different, but it is showing hope. And this is not how we're going to be forever. It is just how we are right now. And if our world needs anything right now, if I could give a Mother's Day wish right now, it's that our world has an outpouring of hope coming from it. Hope for the future, hope for what's lying ahead, and hope for a better future ahead of us. That we will learn from whatever has happened over these last few months, whether it was you personally, in your life, in your business, whatever it is in your work, as a parent, um, as a couple. Um, you know, I'm watching, you know, TikTok videos of co-parenting couples who are divorced but are living together so that the kids and the families can be together so that the kids aren't separated from one parent or don't have to choose which parent they're with during this quarantine. So seeing these positive things of this isn't a world we have ever expected to live in, but it's a world full of hope and it's a world full of love. So that is that is my Mother's Day wish and that was I what is what I wrote down as my Mother's Day wish that we could wipe away the fear surrounding our world, but we can keep the energy of love long after all of this is over. So that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening to my rant and listening to me pour my heart out into a microphone sitting on the floor in my bedroom. Like this is, this is life. This is where we are. And I'm, I am excited for our future. And I would really like the commercials. If I make one last request, if you are in advertising or marketing, please start making commercials out of hope for the future. Not commercials about where we are right now and how they're helping us, but commercials about the hope. And one last note, I had a student in my class as an advertising and promotions class and he talked about, you know, they were supposed to create an advertisement for their final project. And while I was up till 1 a.m. looking at these, this one really tugged at my heartstrings and he was doing an advertisement and promoting um, a product that was, you know, doing a giveaway challenge. 
and was giving away a trip to Hawaii. And he talked all about how it's giving people hope that one day we will be back out and one day we will be able to travel. And now let's plan for it. Let's get excited about it. Let's create that buzz around being back out there and having this company, you know, donate this money and give a, a give a gift to somebody and putting out hope. So if that were my wish, I would love to see more of that right here, right now in our world. So thank you again so much for listening. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. I am always so grateful for you, so grateful for you. For those of you that are continuing to listen through the quarantine and those that are listening long after, thank you so much for being here. Have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.